0: On this week from Hot Take From The Kitchen, we sit down with the dynamic duo, Paige Allen and Joe Show. We get to know them both and learn what they do separately and what they're working on there together. After that, we have one of our best top fives we've ever had as we count down our top five romantic comedies of all time. But before we get to that, if you could do me and Brad a favor, wherever you listen to Hot Take From The Kitchen, do us a favor and hit the subscribe button. And if you would not mind going one step further, leave us a review. Both of those things go a long ways in helping us reach new listeners. So without further ado, Let's get this Paige and Joel.
1: Alright,
2: well welcome everybody, it's episode 96 of Hot Take from the Kitchen, and we're in the kitchen once again, and we're wearing masks, so spreading anything well
0: last week we were able to be six feet apart yes so it wasn't much i was worried about this week a little bit tighter on the cables
2: we have two guests today we have paige and joel i'll let you guys introduce yourselves because i didn't want to murder your last names
1: (laughs) (laughs) fair enough i'm paige alia
3: and i'm joel choate all right
2: you can find us on facebook and instagram just search hot take from the kitchen and our email address is hot at gmail.com it is H-O-T-T-A-K-E-F-R-O-M-T-H-E-K-I-T-C-H-E-N at gmail.com. And no new messages this week. So we will move on to the hot takes. Unless there's something you want to talk about?
0: i I got something I want to say, but I want to say it after the hot take.
2: All right. First hot take is Plexitani Phil saw his shadow today. So that means six more weeks of winter, apparently. Only. Only.
0: Right? Isn't that how is it works? It only, him? all right. Yeah. So I think if he sees the shadow, it's only six weeks of winter, versus it could be more. Isn't that how it works, or is it I the other way? I think around? it's the other way around. So if he does see the shadow, then how many? I don't or know. he doesn't. Then are they saying there's only? Wait, we,
3: we just have to. If he do sees the same
1: shadow, he gets scared, and goes back in. Yeah, and so and so it's, and so it's way way? gonna be
3: more winter. Okay. If he sees a shadow, he runs okay. inside. There's going to be more winter. I'm guessing at this <laughs> See, point. I feel excited about only six weeks to winter. Well, well that would be cool. But yeah, yeah, it's
0: not even course. Yeah, that was yeah. going to
3: be my point. Up here, that's awesome, and never happens.
0: Yeah. So, yeah.
3: Like, winter done by April. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I always felt like.
0: Six weeks to winter isn't that sound like that bad of a deal. I'm actually okay with that. So.
1: Am I the solo snow lover?
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I did it my own winter, so I started my job, and we have to clean off the cars every time. Uh, And and every time it snows, I get more and more angry about it. (laughs) It's just and he would know, because when I first started, I was like, oh, it's not bad. And by year nine, I'm like, screw this. Snow, I just hate it, and I just, every day I just get irritated. But yeah, it's your attitude. Yeah, yeah.
2: All right. So LeBron got into a exchange with the fan last night.
0: do on Karen to Yes.
2: That was crazy. I watched it and I don't even know why they were arguing with each other.
0: Wait, go ahead and finish it.
2: Well, apparently the old guy said something to LeBron and LeBron snapped back at him. And so the guy's wife, who's 40 years younger than he is, just started going after LeBron and
0: LeBron had her thrown out. Yeah. So the the here's the problem, right? Is that there's no fans in these st- stadiums anymore. Right. So before the, the play- this used to happen all the time, and the players couldn't hear it because of the audience and mm-hmm. then the ambiance. Everything. Yeah. Can. But now that there's only like 100 people in each game, y- these players can exactly hear what you're saying them to them now. And I think these are the interactions that you're getting. Yeah. This isn't the first time LeBron has done something like this, though.
2: Oh, probably not.
0: No, the Portland Trailblazer game is my favorite thing that he's ever read. Somebody said, LeBron, you stink. It's like the third quarter. And uh, he's like, oh, okay, I stink. And he scored 25 points in the fourth quarter. And every time he scored the point, he looked at the the fan that sent him to him. And then I remember uh, Dame Lillard at the end of the game told his fan to shout out, don't ever talk that way to him ever again. So mm. well, it's kind of funny. So. <laughs> I don't
2: know.
0: Are you going to get to the topic I want to get to?
2: I don't know, Matthew Stafford getting traded? No,
0: no. but that's okay. I didn't know if you were talking about it. There's there's something that's on my mind, I gotta talk about it.
2: Well, that was my last topic was Matthew. Matthew Stafford got traded over the weekend to the Rams. That happens to every good line, right? Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about him leaving?
2: Well, it's sad to see him go, but it probably needed to happen. And hopefully he shuts the people up who are and
0: I think it's a win for both teams.
2: Oh yeah. I mean, the Lions got three picks and
0: quarterback. Yeah.
2: I'm all right with Jared Goff. It's a yeah. rebuild anyway, so. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm not happy about him leaving, but it seems like it worked out, so. Yeah. I kind of just, what you said, I just want to do well, and then hopefully it goes on. Yes. Sorry to talk about GameStop,
3: because I don't want to talk about GameStop. <laughs> you can go ahead and talk about GameStop.
2: Okay. I'm still a confused
3: about the whole thing. Do you guys know what's going on? Oh, right? yeah. I'm, on I'm, I'm, I'm a big Reddit person. Oh, okay. Yes. I, I've, I've watched WSB for a real long time.
0: Okay. So, um, I'm really conflicted. I don't know how you feel about it. Um, on the surface of this whole thing, I'm very happy. and I love everything that's going on, and it, it just... I can't even, every time a billionaire is on TV crying, <laughs> I get so happy, and it just fills me with so much joy. But the problem with this whole situation is it's the house always wins. So, like, the billionaires are going to get their money back, mm-hmm. and it's going to be at the expense of, unfortunately, less. Yep. But it's fun, and you watch and squirm in the meantime, and mm-hmm. that's all. So. Oh, yeah. So that's all I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. Okay. is I- that. The hedge funders got caught. I'm so happy that they got caught. I don't feel bad for them at all.
3: And as a gaming nerd, I couldn't be happier with it being GameStop. Yeah. I love that it was GameStop. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you kidding? Yeah.
0: And they're saying that, like, I, I honestly believe this This is changing our lives. Mm-hmm. Our life. Oh, yeah. I mean, nothing will ever be the same. Like, yeah. stock market-wise. Probably. Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: No, they—they they have to they have to make changes. Like, yeah. things have to be done because what has happened isn't... It's not even like it could never happen again. It's what is going to happen the next time they do this. Yeah. You know, these guys have, like, like I said, I've been a fan of this subreddit for a long time. I've watched these dudes in a weekend flip a sports car into multiple sports cars. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was one of those, when I I saw it make national news, I was like, no way. They finally did it. Mm Because these guys have been talking about this stuff for years and years and years about doing things like this. Mm -hmm. And then the opportunity presented itself, and they did you understand kind of what's going on?
2: A little bit. Yeah.
0: Essentially what happened is a whole bunch of guys that had money, way too much money by the way.
2: betting like borrowed the stock. Yeah. They, they were bet- hoping That's for amazing. it to go down. Yeah. Yep.
0: They shorted it. Yeah. Yes. And then it, then people caught wind into this so then they, everybody would buy a whole bunch of stock to screw those people over.
3: Yes. Yep. That's it all. And it caught like wildfire, and okay. once it started going up, then the lower investors saw it, and so they started getting in on it. And just a really beautiful thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except was, that again,
0: it's like a little streaky in the long run. But oh, yeah. hey, yeah, they'll then, figure out a way to get their money back. Yes, yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. So, yes. yeah. That's all. I, that's, that's the thing all all good all good. i to about. So the only thing I want to say is exclusive for the pod. I'm not trying to make you guys. This is a very downer thing, but it's an honest thing. So. Um, Allison's grandpa died today. Yeah. So, all right. Paige. Yes. Yeah. Why don't you first, um, that's, that's good, it's not terrible. Um, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself, like, where you grew up, and then how you ended up here in Alpino. Um...
1: Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Um, I started off overseas. Okay. Uh, my dad was in the service. Awesome. And And um, so we spent a couple of years here and there. Yeah.
0: Um, what branch
1: of you I mean, I He wasn't in a branch. He was oh. Uh, CIA. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we, are, have, we have
0: a very big... Uh, we just have a lot of people that, have my, that are our military based on the pod, and it's just interesting yeah. to like, Brad grew up, his first five? Oh, three of
2: my first seven. Yeah, was he was in just bounced all around. So, I
0: mean, it's just interesting that, again, have another person on the pod that, we've had even had people on the pod that are like, oh yeah, I was there too, and it's just it really interesting. That it's is wild. Fun. Yeah, it's
1: yeah, so okay. he was uh, in the Navy and yeah. was recruited into the CIA, Yeah, and he spent a lot of time in countries and places that a lot of people didn't want to yeah. be in, so I got to experience several of those places, and I don't remember a lot of it because I was really little when we were in, like, Africa. Yeah. Um, he was stationed in Khartoum, Sudan, and... Then we went from there to Tokyo, Japan, okay. which I do remember. Yeah. Uh, those were some of my earliest memories. And then we were supposed to go to the Philippines, but there was a big volcano, earthquake, a bunch of things happened. And so we got shifted and ended up in Guam wow. instead. Yeah, and um, And then there was some stuff with my dad's covers getting exposed and I can talk about all this now because it's, it's open yeah. and all that good stuff. So I, I, I didn't know when I was little what he did. Right. So. That's wild. Yeah. So yeah, you
0: have wild. like the TV movie <laughs> that you see typically TV. <laughs> yeah. Movie. You grew up in that. That's fascinating. Wow. I'm so glad I asked that question. <laughs> <All right>. So <laughs> how did you appear in
1: My dad's uh, father had um, property in Hillman. Awesome. And my dad grew up in Lansing, okay. and uh, all he ever wanted to do was farm. And so when he had the early retirement option, he moved us up to Hillman. And also, yes, option in the quotes, yeah. basically was told to stay off the grid. Yeah. So Hillman, Michigan, yeah. here we are. Yeah. So um, mom worked in Alpena after that um, as an architect. And so I spent a lot of time um, in Alpena as a kid. Usually okay. the library in the bathtub, in uh, the kids yeah. section. Yep.
0: I think everybody <laughs> loved that bathtub. I mean, okay. it's, it's so cool. So. <laughs> and um, you teach at ACC,
1: mm-hmm.
0: correct? Now, where did you go to college? Where did you get your education or?
1: Um, my bachelor's was from Albion. Okay, perfect. And my master's was from Western. Awesome.
0: Awesome. All right. And then you are also a yoga instructor. I am, yes. Okay. How did you, how did you and yoga find each other?
1: My mom called me. Uh-huh. Um, I was a chem major in undergrad, and I was a basket case. I okay. uh, just absolutely wound up. And I really loved chemistry, but I didn't love um, being with all the pre-med students, which is all that was uh, we're in those classes uh, then and I had no intention of going into pre-med in fact I'm not really quite sure what I was doing with chemistry I just liked chemistry Mm -hmm. so I was studying chemistry so she called me and said that I needed to figure out a way to manage my anxiety and the brat I was crossed my arms and my mom couldn't see me because we're on the phone I said what do you want me to do about it mom And she said, oh, I'm so glad you asked. And I went, oh, no.
0: (laughs) She set you up. Yeah,
1: she did set me up. She had looked at the schedule and saw that there was a yoga college class on campus and said, I know you're registering for classes soon. Why don't you register for that yoga class? And my response was, there's no way I'm doing that woo-woo bullshit. Yeah. (laughs) And she said, yes, you are. And so I did. And after the first class, I fell in love with it and it just, it changed my life.
0: So if you don't mind me picking your brain for a minute, since I have somebody here, but I've always wanted to ask these questions. I know that you can get certified by, it looks like the amount of hours that you put in. Yes. So how does that all work? Like, do you get like a base level first? And then I guess explain to me the certification process because I know you have a certification, so. Why don't you tell me
1: what it is and then explain to me how that is. Sure. So there's a few options in yoga now. Yoga used to be, historically, it was more like a mentorship uh, where an individual would study with a guru for years. Years and years until the guru said, okay, you're ready. Um, That became commercialized in Western culture and... There used to be things like, well, there still are, like Yoga Fit, which would give kind of these weekend certification generalized, all right, you can go teach some general classes. And then there were other types of things, but as um, as it started to evolve, Yoga Alliance became kind of the internationally recognized, um, I don't even know what to call it, kind of uh, place of ensuring that a certain standard was mm-hmm. being met and then mm-hmm. also a support system uh, okay. for yoga teachers for whatever kind of educational continuing education things like that so the basic basic now is a 200 hour certification through yoga alliance in most places are looking for you to have that base 200 hours
0: is that 200 hours of me like practicing with you or is it just me doing it by myself or?
1: It's through a yoga teacher school. Okay. And those vary uh, from some online portions to in person. COVID has really affected that in many ways. And so they're, they're working on how that's going to evolve. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's working with that program. There's a certain um, there are base competencies that are requirements as a part of that. History, anatomy, um, as well as um, things like um, taking yoga classes and also observing yoga classes and then also a number of teaching hours that you're required to do as a part of that. So it's a minimum of 200 hours depending on the program you're doing. And then beyond that, there are 300-hour programs which then give you the 500 hours of the next level of yoga teacher um, or you can go straight to a 500 program. Okay. And then there's what I'm in which is a thousand hour program and I'm near near the end of that. <laughs> that I took kind beautiful. of a slow a route. <laughs> it is a lot of hours. Um, m- mine was real specific in yoga therapy um, because of... Um, what I wanted to do. And that is I'm trauma certified and I work with trauma survivors as well as anxiety, depression, and, um, recovery right. so from addiction. So.
0: I, I know of that and the way I know that is because I helped you guys out with a video. Mm-hmm. So I, I know, have a little more insight on the two of you probably than like the average person. So I'm trying to figure out I'm in my head here for a second. Okay. So, um, after so, once you started that, what I'd like to do is, how did you get off And how did you meet up with the performance officer?
1: Oh, PL! Oh my goodness, oh, they took a real chance on me. <laughs> they did. I was, oh my goodness, it's such a good story. Um, I was so intimidated by Casey, and it wasn't anything he did. It was just simply like his ability to speak in front of a group and I was like, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, just the, the charisma that he carried with him, and like a lot of power in, in what he did and passion. And I, I had no idea he even knew who I was. And there were a couple of places that had kind of talked to me about what my plans were So that would have been in 2016. So I had just started, no, December of 2016 was when I was at the owl, the old owl, um, eating dinner with my uh, then husband. And um, Casey just walked right up to me and introduced himself. And he said, hi, this may seem really creepy. You're page, right? I see him. <laughs> and no. I just looked yeah, at so him. Like, yep. His big smile on his face <laughs> and just like sure. that little head tip. Yeah. And I looked at him and I was like, Hi. <laughs> oh my gosh.
2: Um,
1: um I had lunch with Sam, Samson Miller now. Wow. And um it just became home. Yeah. And I'm so grateful for my time over there.
0: Um so the two reason I said that are the two things is my first real yoga experience was with Sam. Oh
1: yeah.
0: And through them. Um, I've taken yoga classes through other places, and I always thought yoga was that that's what yoga was, you know. And nothing wrong with it. I'm not saying anything against mm-hmm. that. But then I went to Sam's class, and I totally understood like more of what it was supposed to be. And it wasn't just a... Stretching and was that? But there was such a spiritual side to that class that was always to me missing before. That I never, and I've always heard about, right? You always hear about that, like mm. you know, take time and center yourself with all those things in yoga. Know, but I never g- had that experience before. Just maybe it's because it was moving at a pace and didn't really. But anyways, I, don't wanna talk, I just want to talk about Sam for a minute, yeah, and I really need to talk about how what a great, unbelievable experience it was. And you have to understand, I have the flexibility of a crowbar. So <laughs> to, for her to um, have the patience with me and just to be able to let me, and as you, I mean, you know, this, is just she had just taught me to accept where I am. Like, mm-hmm. this is just where you are and this is where your body's at. You just need to be okay with that and do what you can. And I just still, you know, if I could pick the one number one thing I miss about performance soccer, other than Casey, obviously we all do, um, it is that you know that yoga studio. And just as I quit, you came in, mm-hmm. so I never got to you know take a class with you. And I heard so many again because I heard you and Sam were very similar in a lot of the. I just, I don't know.
1: Well, so. she and I, our two hundred levels came from the same place. Okay, so not only um, you know there's a real reason why our style is so similar.
0: Okay, well that, see I didn't know that. Okay. So, awesome, all right. Well, I'm gonna pause with you and then I'm gonna switch over to your partner here. And then, um, cause then we, you guys are working on something together. Mm-hmm. So then I we'll kind like, to, so we'll to pause that, did I miss anything? With you Paige, do you feel like that did a very good
4: broad?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Good, I, the good. only thing I can say is, is I'm just an adjunct instructor at ACU, oh, yeah. uh, and I I just say that because um, I'm I'm humbled to get the opportunity to teach a class there. Yeah. Or, or to, um, but I am a full-time advocate at Hope Shores Alliance. Okay. Um, which is combining my yoga with my social justice work, nice. so the trauma. So I love I'm that. I'm
0: working on something with you guys. Oh. Did Val talk to you about that? No.
1: I'm excited to hear that. Well,
0: we we'll can talk about that later too. <laughs> okay. I don't mind telling my secrets on the pod because I feel like if you're taking the t- time to listen to the pod, <laughs> there has to be some advantage of listening to it. So I have no problem telling what I'm working on on the pod.
4: Yeah.
0: So Makes sense. About it, so, but though, um that's cool idea. I I personally feel every semester I look. I got um, a while back. I got my grad degree from Northwood, so I always look for a business opportunity to, to, to add adjun- up you know, at ACC. And Hopefully someday it'll all work out. But if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. So. All right, Joel,
3: you grew up in Alpena. More or less. Okay, yeah.
0: explain then. I uh, am um, intrigued. by Got your answer.
3: Right, uh, so my family, which is the choke family, if you've met a choke you've met us all. Every, we're all related. Okay. There's three of us in Alpena, so <laughs> of course we're related. Uh, my grandparents moved here in the 70s, bought property out on Fletcher Floodwaters. Uh, I was born in 1980s. Uh, and in Flint, Michigan. And me and my family lived in Flint, Michigan until I was about 11 years old. So growing up young, I was in Flint uh, and Fenton, Linden, and all the surrounding areas. Uh, And so we moved up to to Lachine Mm -hmm. when I was 11 years old. So I went from like inner city kid, you know, suburban city kid to Long Rapids School. I love it. Yeah, 26 kids in our class. You know? Uh, and I'm, like, the only kid who didn't, you know, who wasn't a farm kid. And I don't mean, like, kind of a farm kid, like A.J., you know, A.J.'s farm. Yeah. I went to school with those guys, yeah. the MacArthur boys. Brandon was older, A.J. was younger. Yeah. I mean, worked up real farmers. Here I am, city boy. It was great. Um, but So I moved up here when I was 11 years old, and then my parents moved into town. We were, like, I was, like, 13 or 14, just, you know, up there, over the road here. And uh, when I was about 16 years old, my parents opened Joel's Guitar Shop and um, I play guitar since I was 11 started playing bass when I was about 15 when you know everybody found out that oh you play guitar can you play bass because none of us know how and, yeah. So started playing bass uh, got involved with the local music scene was actually in one of the bands that was part of the whole Alpina Rock City thing if you ever see the book that floats around um, have been a lifelong musician started teaching music when I was like 18 ish um, then have done nothing but music uh, and then you know of course whatever musician does like you know, bartends and waste tables, uh, for my entire life. Uh, then I'm I was lived downstate for a long time, and I moved home about eight nine years ago. And it was just kind of moved home to help out with the business. Thought you know, it was going to be Joel's Guitar Shop, and that's what we were going to do. I was going to take over, and Dad decided he wasn't quite done, <laughs> so like that kind of stretched the process out. And so he was like, "Well, why don't you start picking up students?" And I started picking up students, and. Uh, I taught this kid, uh, Josh Kozlowski, he's a hungry hippie worker and he's a musician around town, uh, guitar player for Habana Gold, and uh, his mother got me involved with a local church, she was the music director, and I started teaching at this church. And then I did that for like two years when Alpena Public Schools started doing their homeschool outreach program, and that's when I got into... um, teaching for them so I actually teach homeschooled kids music now and like it's that's actually predominantly what I do until about a month ago Uh, that that was what I did was that and then performing music yeah and then waiting tables and stuff when you know when music wasn't paying the bills
0: right So. so um I've heard you play it all in different locations so and then that's awesome thank you um I guess why don't we go ahead and say let's let's go ahead and deep dig into it. Why don't you teach anymore? Or what's taking the place of you
3: teaching Oh, well it's not that I don't do it anymore, it's just not my main thing. Uh, because uh, <clears throat> right before COVID hit, me and three or me and two of my very best friends decided to start a a gaming store for kids and nerds and stuff. <laughs> we signed our paperwork to register our LLC the week before COVID. <laughs> so if we're if we're talking about that realistically in like two or three weeks it'll be a year ago right okay so then we started we're like okay so we're not going to be able to open this business and what we did is we went to an online presence and we started selling uh collectibles through an online source and we sold quite a significant amount of collectibles um and then we had COVID back off in the summer so we went in and we finally were like all right we went and signed the lease on the place we were going to get into And lo and behold, here we come back again. COVID comes back around again. Luckily, we had like the coolest landlord in the world. We were able to negotiate. He was able to, he let us in the building without charging us rent for a few months while we got the building together because, like we said to him, you know, we're not going to be able to run a business. And if you make us pay for this, we're going to not be able to run a business. It's just, we can't start that far behind. And he was cool about it. And uh, so we did. And then this past, I don't know, we'd soft launched beginning of January. We um, opened up our doors. And we sold through our entire inventory almost on a daily basis. Like, we, we can't actually keep our games on our shelf right now. We've literally bought the same game four times, and we can't take it out of the box and put it on the shelf. You know? <laughs> so let's back up. When okay. you say games, games,
0: I think there there's so many different kinds of games. Why don't you a little more
3: specific on what type of game. so we are talking about real actual board games and tabletop games okay. card games things like that so like the whole idea of collective effort gaming is that like we wanted to have a place where you could be okay with having your family be there and then you would be okay with your family being there when you're not You know, so like you can come in with your kids sit down. You don't know these games You're like, how is this how can this game cost this much money or how can this game be that much fun? You know, we've only had ten real games since we were kids You know, everyone knows Monopoly and sorry Mm -hmm. and this Um, but like there's a game called root It's one of the best games that's been created probably in the past probably ten years and if you you want to buy that game It's $60 if you can get it. Mm -hmm. So normally you're paying $150 on the second hand market to get this game but say you're like well why would I want that game you can actually come in sit down play the game cool witness the community see these people because nerds care man nerds mm-hmm. take care of each other so it's right. a lot of, a lot of helping people a lot of people that are there to teach and, and show us how to do things and then if you want to buy the game we can order that game we're mm-hmm. on wait lists the game that company in particular we're a distributor we're on the distribution list directly from them awesome. so as soon as that game gets released again we'll have it in our stores and it's just about you know Whatever game you can think of, Pokemon, Magic: The Gathering, um, we're probably gonna get into doing video games and things like that as this progresses, um, and then like role-playing games, Dungeons and Dragons, and Pathfinder, uh, and all those types of games um, and things like that.
0: I have, well, Allison's brother used to do magic. Okay. Doesn't really anymore, and that's fine. My son does magic, but he doesn't. It's really it's really weird what he does with it. I still can't quite figure it out. I know. He collects cards still to this day. I mean, he has just a massive amount of cards. But then when I tell him like, why don't you go do it? He's like, no, I'm good. So he just collects cards, and I just whatever. I mean,
3: Co- collectors are part of the market. Yeah. it's really weird. Yeah, you yeah, know, it is. Um, it is. It is cardboard stocks. Um, if we can be real about this, I scanned my entire collection of magic cards with an app on my phone. It yeah. gives me a value. That value was over twenty grand when we started. Yeah. So, and these are cards that I've played my whole life. I've picked these these up for dollars at a time, and now they're worth hundreds of dollars. Yeah, I, that's how he, he has cards
0: that, you know, are worth, you know, half a cent, and then he has cards that are worth hundreds of dollars, yep. and they just sit over in the corner, and I just always laugh at them. I, oh. I always ask them, like, what are you getting, you know, and, but Yep. Yeah. I mean, they had a little small gaming area in the mall a while there. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was, was a buddy go, of mine's store. Okay. He would go in there and play once in a while, but just nothing that he had just, mm-hmm. you know, but... Uh, Awesome, so what are you, where are you located?
3: So we're over in the Big Lots Plaza by the Coney Island in the Secretary of oh, State There perfect. was like a look insurance there for like forever, but there hasn't been anything in there for like eight years Okay, so we literally went in and like ripped it down to the bare bricks and did an industrial style store And and so it's it's bare walls and product and
0: Awesome, that would explain why the other night when I came home, I was like who in the heck is parked in front of the Secretary of State this on a late. Sunday at like 8 o'clock <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me what's that's going awesome. on over there yep. so, that's awesome one more time what is the name
3: Collective Effort Gaming
0: and we know where to find you do you have a
3: website we're doing everything right through Facebook okay. um, as far as like Online retail sources, if you play a game and they have a secondary market, we're on that online resource. Okay, we, we sell on like four or five different online resources that if you play Magic, go find Magic Cards for sale. We sell them on Amazon and we sell them on other places, okay. things like that.
0: And what would it be, where are your
3: hours? So we're, this is very convenient. Twelve to six every single day. Okay. Other hours by appointment only.
0: Right. And that what makes. that
3: means is like after six o'clock, we're probably there. Mm-hmm. We have a private gaming room in the back that we rent out. Mm-hmm. But what it means is, is that at six o'clock we're no longer open to the public. So if you want to come in, you call us, message us, something like that. And if we're there, you can come in and you can play or you can be part of what's going on. Or, I'm sorry, it's a private event and we're not accepting appointments at this time. Yeah. It allows us a lot more flexibility in what we do, um, like our and that way our tournaments can be, you know, like if we want to do like an eighteen on older event, we can do that. Store's not open to the public after six. Right. You know, and this event is private, so it's just more about. Catering to our community and things like that, and especially with COVID the way it was, by doing this privately, private events are different. Mm-hmm. If we're not open to the public, we can we can we can make things a lot safer for people. You know, I mean, we're in our store hours before we open, sanitizing the whole store because kids are going to be in there playing. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got hand sanitizer on every table because yeah. we need to make sure that we're keeping clean. So,
0: and I think that's, I mean, it's just the way, the landscape, the way things are now. Mm-hmm. It's just something you have to do. That's awesome. I, I mean, there's only out in my mind that it's one of those things that I think the average person probably doesn't know a lot about, but I know for a fact that people will travel all over. If, if it's legit and good, people mm-hmm. there's a demographic out there of people that come
3: to it. So yeah, we cool. had we had a guy from Gaylord who came over because yeah. he was down state somewhere, come up here. He was in Gaylord and he went and searched on his phone, and we are already showing up on Google searches. Right. So he saw it. He called the store, the my other owner one of the other owners was there, he answered the phone, the guy was like, Yo, you guys are open, you're in there, yeah, we're here, come on in, you know, da da da. Guy shows up. I don't know him. I think he's just a guy I don't know. Yeah. Then he tells me that, Oh, I've you know, from downstate by Detroit somewhere. I was up in Gaylord, happened to search for game stores, saw the one in Gaylord, went to that one, saw there was one in Elpina, drove over to Elpina to see it. That's awesome. You know, and it was one of those of like, oh, I'm really sorry, we're just opening. We don't have a ton of stuff. And he yeah. was like, ah Yeah, you, you actually do have a lot of nice stuff. <laughs> this is great. So.
0: That's cool. Awesome. All right. So now you guys are working on a joint project together. Why don't you explain what that is? What's it called, first of
1: all? Uh, Comic Roots. Okay.
0: And why don't you just talk about what it is and where you guys want to go with it? Sure.
1: So Comic Roots started out as. A way for me to file my taxes when I first became <laughs> a yoga teacher. Yes, yes. <laughs> I have one of those who have photography, so that's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um, and I've never had uh, the desire to like open a yoga studio. It's just not something on my to-do list, at least not at this point in time. So... Being an independent contractor with yoga at varying places, it just gave me kind of an umbrella to put everything under Karmakuchi Yoga. And when COVID um, hit in March mm-hmm. last year and studios shut down, um, we were a couple of the first ones to start streaming. And that's because of him. Because I do not know a lot of the technology around that, right. um, but I've been learning it. Um, Kudos to you! <laughs> thank for you. Learning it. <laughs> I um, it it definitely it was a big block for me, and I found it okay. It ha- it has to happen, and it was something I had talked about doing, and just didn't. But it ended up being a way for us to bond with one another. And Joel would play live music. I would teach him yoga. We would chat with people on, we, we live stream on Facebook. And um, just a way to keep reaching out and connecting mm-hmm. uh, with the community and such. And also it, it really helped us with a little bit of income during a time where neither of us were bringing in any kind of income. Mm-hmm. And before um, some of the, the federal aid ever had the opportunity to kick in. So really supported us. We felt so supported by the community during that that we wanted to keep it going. So we did, and it's still going. And so we're, we've been working on a bigger project, which is almost, you know, almost a year now that we've been working on this project. And it's still not quite t- together yet, but it will combine the music, um, the meditations that I write, that we record together, sound bath, so, ambient sounds that we produce with instruments as well as sounds collected in nature. What
0: else? I think
4: that's a great way to <laughs> okay. talk to about what it is. That covered the bases. Yeah.
0: Um, I think it's a really neat niche that you guys have done. And when I. I I'm absolutely fascinated uh, when people. Um, COVID's changed a lot of things for a lot of people and Mm -hmm. it's forced people to think, I hate to the term outside the box, but it's forced people to understand that there's ways of, I I think people more than ever are desperate for connection. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think long as you get creative with the ways that you start that, you can be really, I think there's more opportunity than ever, I guess is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And it's true that like my business and your business both Thrive on having that person probably in front of you, where you can just critique and say, Hey, maybe you know, you need to move your leg, or you know, this is what we're going to do, and everything that was along with that. Same with driving a car, it's more of a physical thing. I think people want to feel it, touch it, smell it, and <clears throat> all those things, those sensory experiences with other before they just you know put their name on, on the line. That being said, though, both I think in the, in the current landscape, there's a Need for just doing what you guys are doing and I think it's super super smart and awesome. So um, Yeah, and I, I love the the angle or whatever you want. I love that you're incorporating live music the music that you're doing I think it's really I, I for the longest time I would try to do, do yoga on YouTube and there's nothing wrong with that I mean, cause, you know, I, but I just didn't keep up with it and for whatever reason but, and I, but I just think it's just the way you guys have done it, I think it's just really unique. And sometimes I think it's a bit sort of, but it's very authentic to both of what you guys are. So um, I just think it's really cool.
1: Thank you. And that's, there's so much yoga available on YouTube, yeah. right. tons and tons and uh, really well produced um, stuff. Yeah. So. We didn't really see a need to go in that direction, and I personally didn't want to just record yoga classes, go through the production process, and put them up on YouTube. For me, there is something to doing the lives, even live streaming on Facebook, where I'm not hearing uh, folks that are out there viewing, but they can chat with me. It's the knowing that it is alive, and and it is letting... Has to be real authentic and who we are, mm-hmm. and we save those videos and yeah. we're creating a library of those videos yeah. that'll be available and such. So,
0: I agree, it's there's still something about Facebook Live, maybe it's because it's inside of Facebook, so it resonates with Facebook the algorithm more than if you took a video, whether it's from YouTube or just took something pre recorded and then uploaded it to Facebook. Mm-hmm and then put it out there. There just seems something different happens when it's a live video. And I have, mm-hmm. and like I said, I'm sure it's the algorithm. Yeah. But um, as a person that spends a lot of time doing videos, making like both live, you know, produced, and sometimes way too heavily produced, um, it, it, it's, a, it, there is something, there is value in the live. And I think you guys do it really well too, so. Okay. Thank right, you. No problem. So, um, where can they find all this fun stuff at?
1: Karma Karmaguchi Yoga okay. uh, website Facebook it's all Karmaguchi Yoga okay, Karma how
0: often do you guys do the classes or the sessions that you guys offer
1: it varies okay. from month to month um, we were up until January doing things every week mm-hmm. right now with my schedule I am doing meditations mindfulness and soundscapes okay. on sunday evenings about every other sunday right so we have to find with with his shop yeah. um opening up a, another spot to weave in more of the live music and the yoga movement parts but we've taken a little pause we needed a breather too
0: i think that's essential i we do that with the pod we just came off a of break and um I do that with my YouTube channel, I'll just all of a sudden just disappear for a month or two and then just reappear mm-hmm. and um, you have to find ways to um, recharge your creativity mm-hmm. on that. Otherwise it just becomes such a, I don't know what it is. It just becomes this weight that wears on you after a while. I know what I felt that last week when I told you guys what happened with our last episode. It weighed on me like, and I can feel it now because the current YouTube episode I'm trying to edit I just can it through it right now. And I know it has all to do with me spending 60 hours in front of my computer last week. And I'm just like, I can't be in this room anymore. Mm-hmm. I can't be in front of this computer anymore. I just need to do it. Ah! Um, one last thing, because I know you talked about it a couple times. And I don't Everyone might know. What do you mean by mindfulness?
1: By mindfulness? Yeah. That's a great question. It's such a buzzword right now, yes. isn't it? Yeah. So mindfulness comes from Buddhist. Teachings, And in Western, we started using the word mindfulness is to, I guess, um, integrate it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I think it can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. But what it means to me is being present in whatever it is you're doing. Mm-hmm. So that could be my yoga practice. Mm-hmm. That could be sitting here and breathing. Mm-hmm. It could be washing the dishes. Or doing some other chore, whether it's something you like doing or don't like doing. It's about being in that thing, whatever it is, fully yeah. engaging with it.
0: I've read two books on mindfulness, a book called Mindfulness. And then I also read The Invisible Gorilla. Oh. I don't know if you've ever read so that book. So good. Yeah, or, or seen the video with The Invisible Gorilla, the whole science experiment thing with that. But um, I love mindfulness. And it's something I try to practice when I find myself getting just... Like we just talked about, I try to just pause, Mm -hmm. and purposely pause, and and, and enjoy that pause. And like, if it's a night on the couch watching TV, just try to shut my brain off and try to not have the million things going on in my head. And because I'll find that when you get to work, you forget things, and it's because you're, you know, you're at work, but you're thinking about what's going on at home, and or you're at home, you're thinking about what's going on at work, and you're just missing all these different things. And I think there's so much value to mindfulness mm-hmm. and, and practicing it. So I thought it was just important to maybe clarify with people what you mean by mindfulness and those maybe that are looking for, learn more about it or could see value in it, to reach out to you in your practice because I think there's value in it.
1: Thank you, absolutely. Yeah.
0: No problem. So we have two things left, we have the top five and then what I'm going to do with Hope Shores, hopefully. Which one you do you want to
2: do? i your Hope Shores. Okay, so
0: i've been deep diving on youtube a little bit more and while i think i found my path or routine of making videos which is oh, constantly evolving because it's just how it is but i do know that there is a large sect in the youtube community that make videos backwards so there's a group of people that believe it all starts with the title and the thumbnail and the reason it starts with the title and the thumbnail is, is because I, inevitably when you're on YouTube you're scrolling, it doesn't matter how great of a video you make. You can make the best thing. You can make your best performance you've ever made in your life. And it can be absolutely amazing. But if people aren't going to click that thumbnail and that title, they never get to see it. So the, the line of thought in making videos to, and to grow your channel is you start backwards. So you, you create something that like, wow, I want to see that so you create the title you create the theme and then you figure out the thumbnail so i've thought of that and the thing i thought of is we have a new title out right now it's brand new for the model they refreshed it and i was thinking you know mr Beast does these things where like last person to let go of a million dollars to get it so they, or the last person to let go of the camaro gets it and then the time lapses 100 people you know for seven days hanging out of this car or whatever and it's just his channels ungodly huge just and people stay to watch it watch your video. Know? And I'll say and I was just listening to the way he thinks the way he rationalizes videos and it gets people watching them. Because while it's not the goal of mine to like have a whole bunch of followers, there is something valued in that as you guys know, wanting people to watch your content. Mm-hmm. Long story short, my idea is how I really, when I talked to Val, I said ideally what would be cool is if we could do diapers. Because, and I know that, Hope Sh- and I didn't know if Hope Shores did diapers. And the reason the original thought came with food. And it was how many cans of soup could fit into a Chevy Tahoe. And then what I would do is, oh, I would do a food drive. And then as we would do it, we would see how many cans we could fit and then For example, the problem with cans of soup is... 10 cans of soups are not a big deal inside of a car. But I'm guessing 400 cans of soups probably gonna do some damage to a brand new eighty dollars yeah. car. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I have to buy an eighty dollars car that I don't wanna buy. So <laughs> I started thinking of lighter things. Mm-hmm. And Allison's like, well, diapers would be really cool. If we could find someone that needs diapers in our community. And, but it seems like a lot of people have been generous and they're doing diapers. There's a lot of different families and places in town. So. But one of the things that Val did tell me that she gave me a list of things that Hope Shores needs. And one of them, which Alice and I broke, it always breaks our hearts when we look at these lists. Cause it was just like, you just tend to take some of the things that you have for granted. And, and then you look at one of the things that were on there were pillows and I was like, well, pillows is perfect. We can pack that SOB full of pillows. So what we're, one of my goal is, is I'm going to do a pillow drive. And we're going to and i'm going to ask people to come in and i'll film them and it'll be a whole episode of me saying hey this is what we're going to do and they'll just be people from our community buying brand new pillows and bringing them in and we're going to see how many pillows we can stuff in that freaking tile. and then at the end it will be like oh we've, whatever it doesn't matter i don't know if i kind of want to have a pillow fight somewhere in there <laughs> but it feels like it has to happen but um and then we'll take the pillows and drop them off coke shorts and then you guys can do whatever you need to do with them I just think it's a, a great, it clicks so many boxes mm-hmm. on that algorithm where people watch it. And then of course, it's helping me, it's helping me do shit, and it's helping you guys talk about your mission and what you're doing, like, why, why are we collecting 200 pillows here right now? So I just, it just does so many things. It's just like this perfect thing. and I've just been rethinking about how I didn't need to make videos, or like, it goes back to the purpose of our friend Rick and Brad, Brad's kind of at this point too. Uh, you guys know we have these Instagram pages where we post video photos. Mm-hmm. And Rick and I constantly talk about what are we doing? Like, well, what is the point of us doing all this work? Like, are we really trying to chase 10,000 followers? Is that really what you're doing? Because if it is, then you should just take the pictures of the stuff people like. Where are we really trying to become better photographers? Like, wh- what are we, what's your purpose? What are you trying to do? And um, I keep having that come to Jesus and with myself on this YouTube channel. Like, what are you trying to do? Like, what is the purpose of what are you trying to do? And a lot of it is I'm trying to help sell more cars, obviously, because there's some selfish motive in that. But also, there's just other things like I try to educate myself, become better at doing what I'm doing. I know you can appreciate that because I know you're trying to, you know, more about audio than I do, and I totally just love that about you. So um, it's just interesting to go through the whole experience and then after that whole long rant, yeah. But yeah, that's kind of where we're headed. And I, I just want to figure out how to do it, when to do it. It will hopefully be soon, in the hoping March.
1: Amazing. I
0: think it'll be it'll be so much fun. Like, I mean, you just ran it and, and, you know, my biggest fear is pillows are very just, you know, push down yeah it's a lot of pillows yeah i don't think there's enough pillows in alpino no it's
3: all big lots pillows like, like that it's big, like a whole I mean, a whole big like all walmart's walmart, pillows walmart yeah. Meier,
0: I mean, we're going to take all everyone's all. pillows it's going to be amazing yeah. i can't wait until it gets to the point where we're out of pillows right, <laughs> like, right. you know what i mean like, like we're waiting for the back we're half full but we bought all the pillows out of Alpina. and like that would be a perfect way to i'd be perfectly fine like We've, we've sold of our community I mean, so, bills.
3: I mean, someone's gonna Amazon a purple box. Yeah. I mean, it's just,
0: it would be fun. I mean, there's a whole bunch of different ways <laughs> around it and I think it's really cool. But yeah, so that's the whole thing. And I just think it's super entertaining. Oh
1: so. yeah. It's a beautiful thing to do.
0: I, I, I just think it's, like I said, it helps people out. I enjoy it and everybody knows that, so yeah. All right. Well, one last time, where can gonna find Karmacruits.
1: Facebook, Instagram, our website, karmicroots.com. And
0: then do me a favor and spell karma for people.
1: K-A-R-M-I-C, Karmic Roots, R-O-O-T-S, yoga.
0: <laughs> good spell. I put you on the spot there. So. And then, Joel, where can they find your shop one more time?
3: Uh, Collective Effort Gamings. We're uh, 2670 US 23 South, uh, which is in the Big Lots Plaza south of town. Excellent. All right. Or Facebook.
0: Perfect. Well, let's take a break, and then when we come back, we're going to do a good out.
2: Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Alright, bear. Alright, uh, this week's top five is our top five rom-coms. Oh. Top five romantic comedies and start with page so you pick a movie and nobody else can pick it it's like a draft
0: you are the (laughs) number one to pick in this draft
1: oh my goodness
0: a lot of pressure
1: not really no (laughs) no i'm just glad i wrote down the titles because this is i'll tell you what happened this was like the stressful part for me. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to just forget everything." Yeah. And so I pulled my journal. I was like, "All right, I can do this." And I wrote down, "Rom-coms." And then instantly my mind went, "Deadpool," <laughs> <laughs> and then blank, yeah. nothing, <laughs>
4: <That's
1: so hard. laughs> nothing.
0: Can I just put Deadpool five times. <laughs> Deadpool one, Deadpool two, so.
1: so so then I went to Google, because I love rom-coms, yeah. um, but I just forget the titles, Yeah. so um, I went with a lot of um, more recent ones. That's okay. Yeah. So one that I return to over and over is Definitely Maybe.
0: Okay. Yeah. Solid pick. What, is there a certain anything about that you like that,
1: um, I like that it's not just about the main character finding his love in this triangle, but it's about the connection between his little girl and him. Yeah. I think that's probably the most precious part of it.
0: It's the movie. What do you think, Brian? Never seen it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> there you go. I like it. I think that people are going to have. I think that's
1: not gonna be second. It's gonna be a wide range
0: yeah. yeah, of exactly. Yeah, and it's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah,
3: who's amusing. Yeah. So, All
1: right. that could be like Deadpool. Prequel. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm like, oh, <laughs> there we go. She <laughs> so says
3: five Ryan Reynolds movies. <laughs> <laughs> trying to tell me something? You work on my abs. All right. Uh, my, my pick is classic. It goes to me, right? Mm-hmm. All right yeah. My pick is classic for my first one, uh, The Princess Bride. Mm. Oh.
4: Damn it. <laughs> yes. I was,
3: this is my whole goal is to at least get something off of someone, to, someone oh, else's yeah, list. list. So, like, oh, man, it, it, I don't even have to back it up. Someone else put it on the list. That it's means that it's a good pick, choice. Right? So. right? That's a it's classic. So like, yeah. It was one of those, like, this is a genre of movie. I take movies seriously. I've seen so many what do you do movies. To? and like there this was these are there's certain turning points in like film and i think princess bride was really like the start of turning towards a movie that can be seriously seriously acted yet still hilarious like they do that movie there's so many just classic great parts in it and then you still but you're like yeah but it's still a really good movie and you're like yeah and it's still just hilariously funny mm-hmm. and yeah so it hits all the buttons for me it's that's that's one of my I wanted to get it early so someone else could do it. That's great. <laughs>
1: Look at him hiding his list. It's. Was well, this is serious? <laughs> okay. I like, this is the intensity we want. Is
0: it a me or It's either. me, because I figure I usually go two. I thought it could be more fun. Man, there's a lot on the board. I feel a lot of pressure in right there. Okay, I'm just going to go with my number one: Fever Pitch. It's easy. They just get out of the way. So. Right. I don't think there's been a movie. That and National Treasure are probably the two most movies that Alice and I watch together. Really? National Treasure. That's a great movie. though. We just
2: love National Treasure.
3: Like I, mean, two. I like them
2: both. I've never seen either
3: of them. Really? Oh, you should watch them. They're decent. Are you kidding me right now? No. we are going to stop the pot and we're going to put in National
0: <laughs> Treasure right now.
3: Right? <laughs> i got to go to bed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, anyways, okay. A fever Pitch is a good movie. Fever Pitch, yes.
2: It's the Boston thing that Allison likes, isn't it? It is. It is a Boston thing that Allison likes about
0: it. And I don't know if Allison knows that it's actually about a British movie about soccer, but <laughs> the way they interpret it in Americanized it, it's still really good. So, yes. Jimmy Fallon, Drew Barrymore. Yes. and right. Well, with my first pick,
2: I'm going to go with Love Actually. Nice.
1: I love that movie.
2: That was on my list. It's also a very good Christmas movie, but... Yeah. Just so many stories brought together, and I love it. Mm-hmm. And my second pick is going to be There's Something About Mary. Oh, <laughs> Whoa, got one off my list. <laughs> ah, can I, have I just listen? thought of it while we were talking, and yeah. I had to add it. And I, how could I ever forget that one? But Okay. Yeah. Two Fairly Brother movies.
0: all ones I like. I'm going Sarah Dupity, number two. I
1: know
0: you love that movie. I do. I too.
1: love that movie, too.
0: Yes. And if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. So good. Question it was. No, I know you have. I'm just saying, I don't know if everyone else has seen yeah. it. I think it's one of the... Yeah. So, all right.
3: Cool beans. <clears throat>
1: Oh, is it me? No, it's Joel. No, it's me.
3: Um, uh, So I'm going to go with one that's by probably my favorite movie producer and director of all time, Uh, and that would be Judd Apatow. So we're going to go with 40-Year-Old Virgin. Nice. Because that movie just, uh, as a nerd, that movie hits a ton of boxes (laughs) for me. Now, luckily, I was a guitar player, so the whole 40-Year-Old Virgin thing didn't really have to come into play. But I can totally feel not wanting to make out on your G.I. Joe's sealed in the box. You know, Once they're out of their packaging, they're ruined. Condition is everything to a collector.
0: <laughs> it's. Uh, it wasn't on my list. A different movie by him did make my list, but yeah. Needed,
3: so and and I didn't put that one on because I didn't want to double dip into Judd yeah. Apatow, <laughs> or else it would have been on my list yeah. too. At least I think we're talking. Yeah. About, so.
0: Tube page. Yeah, two picks, too. Right. Oh, I get two picks. Yeah.
1: Am I supposed to try and get movies that are on other people's no, people? No. no. Oh, just a okay. It's just a competitive I thing. I was like, think. oh, this but is you, a problem with the do lack of competitiveness.
0: If you guys you are comfortable play. with it, this list, what we'll probably do is I'll probably post it on Facebook. Cool. And I'll name everyone's picks, and then everyone can argue who won. Um, <laughs> yeah. What well, we did with the ice cream? The, the, ice, cream one, the ice cream one was probably it's our best post Yeah, people loved it because everyone was like, oh. First of all, some of the flavors people didn't even know what they were going on with. And the other thing was like people were just like absolutely amazed that, you know, everyone's got a nice favorite ice cream flavor. So if your flavor didn't go in the beginning, you're like, what is wrong with these people? Right. Like that anyway, so. so. All right, you yeah, got two.
1: Okay, with that in mind, I have some movies that I don't necessarily know that they'll win, but I would yeah. love for people. Yeah. Um, one is, it's actually a Korean. Movie that my best friend um, introduced me to. So there is an American version. Do Mm -hmm. not watch it. It's terrible. It's called My Sassy Girl. Okay. I like it. It's so good. All right. And it's one of those uh, laughing and crying and everything in between. Those are the best. Yeah. It's really good.
0: And then you get another one.
1: Oh, right. Um, I'm going with You've Got Mail.
0: Nice. That's on my list.
1: Yeah. Tom Hanks. Mike Ryan.
0: I thought You've Got Mail was perfectly shot the way they would shoot the email and the conversation and the voiceover and all that. I just. It was really well done.
1: Beginning of the internet. I don't know. There's nostalgia in it there, too. Yes.
3: (laughs) Uh, I'm just going to go with a simple pick. (sighs) Bill Murray, Groundhog's Day. Nice. That's, and it's funny, I think she hates the movie. It's one of my favorite movies. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) Uh, You
2: picked it on Groundhog's Day, so. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) it's,
3: it's
4: kissman is meant to be
3: but yeah it's a funny movie yeah he tries to get the girl checks boxes
1: over and over yeah so it checks a lot of boxes
3: (laughs) come on he saves the old ladies from the flat tire and all that
1: i might have to watch it again i just don't remember (laughs) it's
3: a good movie (laughs) tell you what so that was
0: your third pick joel right yep um brother did you do something about mary at four two two a second pick. okay so that would have been five right oh, what was a fifth pick? okay yeah. yeah sorry i'm just updating this when we do this but sorry right, for me number three for me i'm gonna fall page but it's a much more current i'm going crazy with asians yes so like um obviously because i'm asian <laughs> so i mean <anyway. laughs> I knew that that movie, I was going to say it at some point, but I feel like since you kind of broke the seal on that, I feel like I can go ahead and just do it right now. So, yeah. All, right. That. All right.
2: Well, then I'm going to go with The Wedding Singer. It's my favorite. <sighs> there it is. Very good. Very good. <laughs> so good. Yes, it was. it was. Adam Sandler actually made a good movie there. <laughs>
3: you know, I equate him to like the Rolling Stones, you know. If you have that many songs, you're bound to at least get something right. Yeah? There's a lot of Rolling Stone B sides that are oof. <laughs> <laughs> gonna make some fans say on that one.
4: <laughs>
2: yeah. And with my fourth pick, I'm gonna go with Roxanne. I did not have that on
3: my list. Man, phone. that that was that was almost on my list. That's what a great movie. Yes.
2: Steve Martin. That's a good one, but I didn't have it. Yeah. If you haven't watched it, you should check it out.
3: Yeah. What's that? What's the play that it's based off of?
2: Cyrano de Bergerac. Yeah. Something
3: Something
0: like that. Oh man. There's still so many on here. What is going on right now? She has so many movies.
4: Mm
0: -hmm. This is tough, guys. Well, not that. Alright, number four. I'm gonna make a lot of people happy. A lot of our fish happy. Number, Steve's number four pick is 10 Things I Hate About You.
2: Alright, so. It's on my list. Take it off. That's good movie. There was a forcible cheer
0: <laughs> for our I, <was> well, <laughs> I know a lot of people. I can't believe he hasn't picked that yet. <laughs> but. Oh. Just so you know we have an, a lot of times we'll do honorable mention at the end where we talk about what could have picked or what uh, surprised we didn't what <laughs> surprises didn't get picked. Alright,
3: so, All right. so oh my, my next pick another great director I'm going to go with uh, <clears throat> Chasing Amy by Kevin Smith um, I don't know it's got Batman in it.
0: <laughs> I think it's <laughs> worth pointing that I posted this on Facebook we did have some chime in, they said Mallrats. Yeah. yeah. So,
3: I, I, you know, yeah. Uh, yep. But Chasing the music. You could Year. That or Jersey Girl. He did a few romantic mm-hmm. comedies. This was like one of his, I don't know, I was the right age for Kevin Smith. Like all his movies came out at like about the right age for me. So, yeah. you know, 97 would have been like my sophomore year in high school.
0: What was your first pick, Brad? Love, actually. Okay. Thank you. All right. Paige, you got two more picks. You're fourth and fifth.
1: Back to back?
3: Mm. Yeah, you're going you to get them back to back twice.
1: I'm going with Crazy Stupid Love. It's one. And. so on the fence whether that really counts as a rom-com so I'm gonna say it doesn't it's a little a little too much sad I'm going with kind of the opposite direction forgetting Sarah Marshall there, that's on my list thank you for taking it off that's you're great. welcome just
0: staring at me right now like
3: you're not not gonna take uh, this are you gonna be kidding me How are you not gonna take this movie no. I left yeah. it off my list I knew she would take it oh <laughs> my gosh great me great uh, another great Judd Apatow movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. My last one, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so this one I saved. This is actually my number one. I just knew that no one would put this movie down. Uh, this is a great movie from the uh, 90s. <coughs> Mo- the movie's called Boomerang. Oh. Eddie Murphy, Martin yeah, Lawrence, and David Allen Greer. There are. So I, I went my entire life quoting that movie. Oh, yeah. you you know? Know,
0: you're, you've met your two soulmates you? yeah <laughs> so like it's
3: it, that movie is I mean I'm gonna big shout out to my sister Jennifer for that like that was our favorite movie when we were probably like you know we're two years apart so like 14 and 16 12 and 14
0: you picked it before you did did you I like? think you're uh, well, that right. is a different set of comedies. We did, man. but we just had to top five Eddie Murphy movies. Ooh, yeah, it'd be uh, on A that. couple of pots you know, So
3: we just we did top. Ooh, yeah, that definitely be on there. You got a cool name. Mushroom, mushroom belt. Got, to, mushroom <laughs> belt? got the mushroom shoes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah that's love. How is it,
0: Drod?
3: You know that your dad's got a mushroom belt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know we got a mushroom belt. <laughs> All right, God, I got. Oh. I, feel, <laughs> I feel so redeemed. <laughs> um, <laughs> she
0: had no idea. Yeah. I'm going to go with my wife's favorite movie, which is. I feel like people are like saying I can't believe no one said this yet. Yes, I love you. No, that's too sad. <laughs> that, I mean, the not we on? There is funny parts in that we discussed it out there. Okay, so I'm going to put Allison's on the board, because I want to win this when we post <laughs> it. So I'm going with Pretty Woman number five.
3: That's,
0: That's fine. And ahead. I'm looking at my other one here, and I can't believe I walked over it. But,
1: uh, don't you get an animal, man?
0: Yeah, we're going to talk animal. <laughs> I mean, we're not going to post them, but I mean, like... Aww. <laughs> yeah. I don't
4: know
0: what to pick up on this.
3: It, the, it, <laughs> we were talking about chick flicks, wow. and she was like, "Well, they don't really get that many guy chick flicks," and I was like, "That's the closest thing. That's the closest thing you're gonna to find to a guy chick flick is
2: Boomerang."
0: <laughs> yeah, Brad's done now. He doesn't want to play anymore.
2: Between <laughs> these two,
0: I can't. Oh, the top one I didn't think of. Then I'll go with the top five: it's Chris Rock. I even know that one. I mean, I know it, but I don't know it. Mm.
2: It's a romantic comedy that has hip hop in it. Yeah. And it's got the greatest cameo by DMX. So <laughs> It's just a reason right there to check it out.
0: You own that movie, right? No. Oh, okay. I, I wish I did. Well, let's both talk about your honorable mention there for a second. The one you, you didn't choose because that yeah. was on my list. Jeremy lawyer yes, mm. that's right. You guys got any album mentions that you want to talk about?
3: I only have one that's on my list that didn't get said, and that uh, <clears throat> is a bad movie, Grease.
0: <laughs> that's, a that's
3: a terrible movie, but I love it. No, when, when I can't we, help it. When I a field of video,
0: we used to the video every night about seven o'clock. We would put Grease in, and inevitably we would put it in at seven o'clock, and about seven fifteen it would come back out because somebody would go. Oh, I want to watch *Grease* and then we would go around
1: it. So, yeah. anything, Paige? I mean, my honorable mention—it has to be *Deadpool*.
0: That's cool. You know, once you said that, I finally kind of got thinking about it. kind <laughs> of is a romantic. Oh, he novel. starts
1: yeah. off saying yeah. this is a romantic comedy, yeah. or it's a love story. Yeah, there we go. Bad. Oh, I better go watch it because I yeah, just misquoted watch it that. <laughs> yep.
0: Well, you know, there's the whole like movie—he's
1: proving that this yeah. is a love story. Yeah.
0: <laughs> alright so the one I really want to say was how to was a bad 10 days I can't believe that one didn't make it My Harry Met Sally Harry Met Sally which is the number one rom-com of all time yeah every list I looked at that the number one I saw that Sleepless in Seattle Sleepless in Seattle obviously some like off-cuff ones Clueless and "Lily, Lily, Blonde both are rom-coms that, mm-hmm. and then there's a whole 90's batch we missed like however you know, she's all of that can't hardly wait uh-huh. her best friend's wedding yeah so man <laughs> there's a
1: I had to limit myself. I know. I like, yeah, but, but you've got Mel to get that snuck yeah. on there.
2: <laughs> it's hitch. It's hitch. That was hitch.
0: hitch. What did it do with that Hamilton I have on here? The proposal and the 500 days of summer. Yeah. Drawing it out. Well, hey, I'm exhausted. Yeah. That was a really good one. Very stressful. Well, most of the things I hadn't to to the top five all the right? time. Just because there's so many to choose from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like the ice cream plate. Well, we'll just take a break, come on, at it, and close it out. Boomerang. Unbelievable. We should have had you on for the Top Gun, the top five we had, just because it's... God damn. We had it at our top five. <laughs> Top Ben. quotes. Oh, yeah. To, to Why wasn't
1: that? I guess it's not comedy, is it? No. Top Ben? No, it's not. It's uh, got the romance angle. I watched that movie so much. It's not funny. <laughs> uh,
3: one of my best friends' nickname in high school was Goose.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, it probably is my favorite movie. And if not, it's up there. Like, it would be, you know,
1: whatever. I, mean, I know you're far, so late. it's just... That so it was a movie I could watch with my dad over mm-hmm. and over again. And Brad's so.
0: still mad at it, because... Uh, Brad's, uh, Brad's mad about COVID about one thing.
1: Uh, uh, oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> He's so mad about it still. I love it. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, guys, thank you for coming by tonight. Well, thanks for having us. Um, Once again, Karma Roots, And name of the game... Collective effort, it's gaming. with me if you feel uh, like you to uh, I me? a right? Thank you. no problem. you feel like. do, you, fast on the
1: team you That's a deal, right? That's a That's a bet, right? That's a deal, right? That's a deal, right? That's a bet, right? That's a deal, right? That's a deal, right? That's a right? That's a deal, right? That's a Next week, Pay the my um, uh, i what we had. superstar, so I gotta top dollar beat a Do right bottom okay? mm-hmm. so line. Uh, I, I listen,
0: to don't feed I don't and got have it We just have people. I set yeah. it, it up in the way. back. I've so many got it different people that right in the Which I didn't believe so in me. Well, thank you again once again for coming back. We'll see you next week. Ride with me if
1: you feel like 550 on the five sticky. can get high with me, that's a deal, right? Ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky. can get high with me, that's a deal, right? That's a deal, right? That's a bet, right? That's a bet, right? That's a deal, right? That's a deal, right? That's a bet, right?